This is the Alchemize Your Life podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about how to navigate yourself when there's a lot of fear in the world and how to really step into the bold, powerful version of you, no matter what is happening, either at home or on the other side of the globe. And most importantly, why you being in your power is the most important thing you can possibly do right now. Don't think about pink elephants. Don't think about pink elephants. Don't think about pink elephants. Ah! Did you know there's a pink elephant? No! Hi, I'm Sian Kenshin. And I'm Sophie Ma. And we're here to alchemize, alchemize your life. In this podcast, we show you how to apply the principles of spirituality, prosperity, and sexuality to create true and lasting transformations in your life and business. Join us at the Prism Institute of Quantum Alchemy as we explore the ancient, esoteric teachings of Buddhism, Tantra, Hermetics, and more. As we weave these primal energies together within ourselves, we repair the fractured consciousness of humanity itself. Join us in liberating the world and realizing that the gold is in you. Oh my God, what is going on in the world right now? Like, so much fear. There's so much fear. Like, if you weren't afraid of, you know, leaving your house and getting sick and dying, that was the fear for the last two years. Now you're afraid of um, raising grocery costs and inflation that's unsustainable and job cuts and gas prices. And war. And, I mean, have you even heard people mention, like, World War Three and these sort of things. These you know, things are coming up for sure yeah, in our space. Something's definitely being woven into the fabric mm -hmm. of our consciousness. And this has been something that's been coming up um, that we've noticed, like just obviously on our own socials, but also our one-on-one -on -one clients. Uh, even members of our Merkaba Society have been bringing this up to us as like, hey, this is, this is something that like I'm really struggling with right now. Yeah, and, and uh, like, the, the struggle is real because, like, when we are fed these so-called facts, we put a frame around them, mm -hmm. right? We, we, we add our own perspective of based off of what we've seen, which may not be the full truth, may not be the entire... Literally, it's never the full it, entire well, it's, truth. It's, 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 it's impossible. impossible <laughs> especially when, you know, we're, we're, we're basing our, our anxiety and fear off of things that are thousands and thousands of miles away. Like, it's, there's no way that we can have an objective um, perspective. perspective on it. But we somehow behave like we do. We mm -hmm. believe that we have an objective perspective mm -hmm. on what's happening. And that objective perspective, let's be honest, isn't really super helpful. I mean, the the stories we've heard is, hey, I was having a really great day today and I was feeling amazing. And then, oh, my God, I got this one email from so-and-so. And now all of a sudden, like, I'm worried about myself. I'm worried about my kid. I'm worried about my business. I'm worried about my mom. I'm worried about my dog. I'm worried about where I live. Like, And we just end up in this like really intense, really severe fa fear spiral. And that is not helpful for you. It might be helpful for other things that are not you, but it's not helpful for you. And guys, your mind is a powerful tool. It literally creates your reality. 
And so if you're focused on all of these negative things, all of these things to be afraid of, you're literally going to drive yourself into it. Let's just use an example. So, you know, many of us have been to driver's ed, right? And when you're learning to turn, what's the one thing they teach you that's like the key? They taught me to like look at the tree and go directly at it. (laughs) That that explains your driving a little bit, I think. (laughs) Explains why I don't drive the scooter. Yeah. Um, So they don't teach you that. (laughs) (laughs) They, they, They teach you to look at where you want the car to go, right? You focus on where you want to be. And then all of the actions happen as a result of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So what we're what they're not saying is, hey, unlike what I just said, what they're not saying is, hey, if you see a fire hydrant in your way, you don't look at the fire hydrant. You don't focus on. You it. don't focus on it while you're turning because what does that mean? That means you're going to go into the fire hydrant. What they're telling you to do is, you keep it. You're aware of it. You're going to keep it in your peripheral in your awareness, but you're actually going to look to where you want to go, which I'm assuming is going to be avoiding said fire hydrant. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, I know there's a fire hydrant there, or I know there's a person there, or like a child there in the middle of the street. I'm not going to like stare at the child and then drive over them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like Hopefully not. Look, look, look around and look, look in a different direction and take the car in that direction. Mm-hmm. And, and this is like everything in your life is based off of this principle, mm-hmm. right? Where you look is where you go. What you focus on grows. What you focus on manifests. And why do you think there's all this constant, constant stimulation trying to make you focus on fear and um, bad things happening in your life? Now, this is really interesting. If you don't want to take our word for it, go ahead and just take a a scroll through social media. And what you'll notice is there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. There's a lot of things that people are speaking out on social media about. But what you don't see is people that are really grounded in their mindset and their spiritual work. Like none of the people that I follow that are like what I, you know, our mentors, they're not talking about this. No. They're not talking about the war. They're not talking about um, being afraid. Being afraid. They're not talking about a potential recession, unless it's to affirm that that's not going to happen for them. They're not talking about all of these things. And now, what I want to be ca- careful here is that criticism can be, oh, but then you just have your head in the sand and you're just delusional and you're not aware of the reality. Mm. This is the story. That story is bullshit. Yeah. Again, you can be aware of what's going on around you, but not subject to it and not focusing on it. And I think this is so well exemplified by our mentors who just quite frankly, aren't talking about it because they aren't focusing on it. They're not focusing on it. It's just not a portion of their reality. The same way a purple elephant is not a portion of their reality. They are choosing to stay focused in their lane. And why, why is that important? Well, let's just imagine for example, that we're um, we're all on this vast ocean, right? And we're we're in, in in these little boats, and these boats are our beings, and we're like sailing along, and you know, it's like you know, bright skies, and everything's beautiful, and and uh, we're 
as we sail along, we're sailing over the waves and, you know, we're, we're like, you know, okay, we're getting, we're learning to not be like batted around by the waves so much. And now we're like, we're starting to like actually move in the direction of what we want, right? We're actually starting to manifest the abundance that we want, the relationships that we want, or maybe the, the, the change in the world that we want. Things are starting to shift for us. And then all of a sudden on the horizon, we see this storm coming. And what do we do? Do we like turn around and run away from the storm? Well, anyone who knows anything about storms knows you, you cannot outrun a storm. Let that land you guys. You cannot outrun a storm. Right? You can't get around it. Yeah, it's not, the storm is coming. You might be lucky and it might just miss you, but that's not because of anything you do, mm -hmm. right? You are subject to it. You cannot avoid it. But you also don't need to like allow it to destroy you. Mm -hmm. And an example here in regular life is let's talk about the pandemic. You know, everybody in the world was at some level subject to the pandemic. That storm came and there was nobody that was not affected at all. There's not a single human on this planet that like was like, oh, I don't know what the pandemic is and oh, this hasn't affected me at all. But we get to choose what does this mean for us? You know, CN and I said, cool, we're going to travel the world. Was it as easeful as it usually is? No. Could we go as many different places as we wanted to? No, because a lot of places were locked down, right? Was the experience different? Sure. But we still got to do it. We still got to stay in our vision. We still got to stay in our lane. We did not allow the storm to say, hey, we're actually just going to get locked down for 18 fucking months in the, like, through in Canada. Like that's just was total lunacy. We chose a different path. So what we're not saying is, hey, pretend the storm doesn't exist or go fully into the storm, but be aware that the storm exists but it does, and it might change some minor variables, but it is not going to wipe you out the way you are currently fearing. Right. And, and, and the way that you do that is just like driving the car, right? Okay. I know I can't go like around the storm. I know I can't outrun the storm. So, okay, the storm is here. Well, what do storms do is they create waves, right? Like this is the dangerous part is like one of these waves might hit you. And if you're unprepared, if you're just kind of like going about life and you're not like aware of it at all, you're going to get hit by a wave and it's going to knock you over. So that's not good. No. Okay. I can't outrun it. I can't get around it. And I can't completely ignore it because then it's just going to like smack me around and like it's going to injure me somehow. Well, what do I do? Well, I need to skillfully navigate it by choosing where I go within the storm, right? And now let's look at this sort of um, image of, of big, big waves, right? Like we're talking waves that are like the, the height of several houses, maybe the, the height of a skyscraper, and you're in this tiny little boat, right? You can't avoid this wave. It's coming for you, right? Now, if you're, if you're steering your boat and you're like trying to run away from the wave, it's not going to work. If you're, if, you're, if you're driving parallel to the wave, it, eventually it's going to hit you on the side and it's going to knock you over, right? 
Well, what do you do? You drive right into the wave knowing that if you do this correctly, you will crest it and you will come down on the other side. You go right into it. And meta metaphorically, what that means is you accept the reality of the conditions that are around you. And you try to figure out, well, what does that mean for me in my life, in my business? And how am I going to skillfully drive through these conditions? Not, oh my God, this means like my bank account's gonna get drained, I'm probably gonna lose my job. Like all of a sudden, like we, we use these changing world conditions to focus on the things that we don't want to happen. To focus on the things that scare us and where our attention goes, energy flows, especially when it's followed by a strong emotion. And the emotion, it doesn't matter if it's positive mm -hmm. or negative. This is the thing that people don't realize. Any strong emotion. The world doesn't think, like, universe isn't like, oh, I see that you've got a really negative charge there, so you probably don't want that. It just sees, oh, there's a lot of energy here. That's going to get more quickly created in the quantum realm. So the more you're in this fear story and the more charge you have around that, the more likely you are to create the exact thing you are afraid of. Just like Sophie driving the scooter. Which is why I don't drive the scooter. <laughs> I think you need to reprogram that. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a class. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. But that, but that, that's the point, right? It's just like driving a car, just like driving a scooter. But everyone, for some reason, doesn't apply these principles to their life. They're like, oh, it's fine for driving, but it doesn't, it doesn't apply here. Like, like, they don't even think about it. Yeah. Right? You don't even think about it. You're thinking, oh, my God, like recession. Oh my God, everything's getting more expensive. Oh my God, they're going to, they're talking about job loss. Oh my God, like I, this all applies to me. And because you are thinking that and you're whipping yourself up into this state of emotion, that is exactly what you're going to create for yourself. Because you know what? The universe, it wouldn't dare to take that away from you. When you are putting a strong emotion behind a very clear vision like that, it wouldn't dare to take away your ability to create the future that you really desire at some level. Mm -hmm. And let's be clear, you are the creator of your reality and you are creating the conditions and the outcomes. Mm -hmm. Now let's be clear here. Are we saying you're creating a war? No. Are we saying you're creating higher gas prices? No. But you get to choose how these things affect you, right? These are just another variable in the environment. And it is up to you to decide, is this variable, whether it's sun or rain, going to ruin my day? How am I going to weave skillfully through the environment and not allow it to take me down into my worst nightmare? Exactly. And how, how do we do that? Well, we use the same tools that we're using to create the negative, the thing that we don't want, to create the positive, the thing that we do want. How can you imagine what, what if you were to just sail through the, the war, the so-called recession, or, or, or any of these things that are whipping you up into a state of fear right now, whatever it is, if you were to imagine yourself sailing through it unscathed, what would that look like? Actually spend some time on it. I mean, you spend enough time worrying about 
all of the negative, like losing the job, losing the income, like not being able to afford rent, not being able to afford, like how much time do you spend on these things? If I go and look at social media, I'm like, man, a lot of people are spending most of their time on these things. So what if you were just to shift some of that energy away from those and towards the positive of, well, what if I were to sail through this unscathed? What would that look like? What would that look like? What would that feel like? And this is how Seen and I traveled. We just said, okay, cool. All of these things are, you know, we have all these so-called restrictions, but what would it look like for us to be able to still travel freely? And we really felt into that feeling. And you know what? That allowed us to like so easily travel through every single border closing, every single border opening. Like we literally had like, not, not a single customs officer stopped us. Yeah, like we had <laughs> literally zero issues traveling. Again, you know, there was a little extra paperwork involved at the beginning, but it was overall very easeful in comparison to what we've heard from other people. And that was because we chose it as such. We did not accept the narrative of lockdown or you can't do this thing. We said, okay, well, I'm choosing that I'm going to do it. So how can I do it skillfully? And how can I focus on that while also being aware and sensitive to what's happening in the world right now. Yeah, exactly. So, so you, you do this and, and you, you finally, like you spend a little time figuring out what, is, what does that look like for me? You know, what is, how, how could, if I could, how could I do it? And you get super, super clear in your mind, just as clear as you were on losing the job. <laughs> just as clear. Maybe more clear. Maybe more clear. And then actually like, well, what was the other thing you were doing when you were getting whipped up into a state? You, you, were, you were starting to feel the fear, right? Okay, so it's not, it's not enough just to imagine the outcome that I want. I also have to feel an emotion that's associated with that outcome because that's what I'm doing on the other side, and I know that works, <laughs> right? So I'm, I'm, I'm imagining the outcome of, of like crashing into the tree by looking at the tree and feeling the fear and like I'm getting sucked into it like Sophie on the scooter. Or what if I just like, I look at the side of the street that I wanna go to, and then I feel the, what it feels like for the scooter to, to go around that corner just perfectly. I can just kind of feel myself sliding into that groove. So if you are imagining yourself weathering the storm, sailing and cresting the waves, every wave as it comes, what does that feel like? It feels like, oh my God, I wake up every day and I have a new client, regardless of the recession. I wake up every day and I've sold another painting or I wake up every day and I feel that feet, that excitement to go and look at my bank account wondering how much money is in it now. And being surprised by how big the result is every single time. Right? You have to imagine all the details of what that outcome looks like, just like driving a car, guys. What does it look like to just sail around that corner effortlessly and what does it feel like to do so? And then you imagine the outcome and you feel the feeling. And then it happens. Just like if I say the word pizza, you imagine a pizza in your mind. And if you're the type of person who's like me, who really, really likes pizza, maybe in an 
hour or so, you find yourself on Uber Eats. Not a paid advertisement. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> and, not. And, and, and then you're like, oh, wow, I have pizza all of a sudden. Right? It's like you imagine it in your mind and then it happens. Things that you're not unable to imagine generally don't happen. You know, there are obviously there are things in the environment, there are conditions that impact you, but you don't do anything that you don't imagine first. Mm -hmm. And so it's the game is really about controlling your imagination, controlling your visionary mind, controlling what it is that you are focusing on. And this is where we need to step back from the crowds of people that are just whipping each other up into these states of fear and anxiety. Mm -hmm. It's not helpful. And when you're in, in these environments, guys, your mindset is so, so, so important. So yes, your own personal, like, where am I getting caught into fear? But then the second you notice that you're in a space where other people are trying to whip you into fear, like for the love of God, unsubscribe from that Run mailing away. list. Run away. Yeah. I, I know you love them. You like their content, but right now they're not serving you. Unsubscribe. People that you normally follow on Instagram or on Facebook or wherever, if they're sharing stories that are creating a fear movement um, energy in you, and we're going to talk in a minute about, um, even if it's an important message, if it's still creating fear in you, it's still not useful. And we're going to dive into that a little bit more in a minute. But there can be this rejection of like, oh, well, I need to know. I need to follow CNN because I need to know what's happening in the world. No, you don't. Not to that level. If it's creating fear in you, it's not serving you no matter what. Unsubscribe. Stop following them. Listen, the, the things that are important for you to know you will find out about without Always. dwelling on them, without pursuing them. All of the important information makes its way to you one way or the other. And this includes, by the way, friend circles that, mm -hmm. you know, Uncle Fred, the one that has to email you every week with oh like a new God. update on the, on the economy. Like these things need to not be allowed to get your precious energy and attention. If you were at a cocktail party and someone walks up to you and all they want to talk about is whatever the thing is that's creating fear in your body, like hard pass. You do not have time for that. You are here for something much more important than being whipped into fear by your environment. The real problem here is that we're social beings, right? Mm -hmm. And we are dramatically affected by the people we surround ourselves with. Mm -hmm. Our subconscious absorbs their energy. It's this whole monkey see, monkey do thing. Mm -hmm. Energetically, it's the same. We're, we're just entrainment system. We entrain. We're energetic systems, so we entrain to each other right? And from a purely scientific perspective, the people that you spend time on, the people that you focus your mind on, normalize things for you, right? They, and you feel like what those people do is normal. And so if you're in a group of people that normalizes staying in fear, complaining about the world, worrying about, you know, how this is going to affect me and how it's going to like smash my life apart, blah, 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 blah. 
If that's what you have around you, it's going to be really hard for you to even imagine an outcome that's different because we are social beings. We have a deeper fear about being rejected by the group. Losing our tribe. And that tribe doesn't just consist of physical people. Again, like the podcasts that you listen to, the TV shows that you watch, the books that you read, right? Even the uh, billboards that you allow to grab you in your reticular activating system, all of that matters. So here's where it becomes very important to step back from your environment and begin to curate it. Now, I'm not saying stick your head in the sand. No, that's and not I, what this is about. Sophie and I are enough aware of what's going on in the world that we can respond to the conditions. But we don't spend our time trying to dig into all the little details of who and what and why and all of this. No, it's enough to know that something's happening. And it's enough to wonder, okay, well, how would that change the conditions around us? And then what is our response to those conditions if they, if they change? And generally, we don't even have to go that far. Just being aware and knowing that the conditions could change and we need to be ready to respond in that moment is enough, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a big storm and, you know, you want to batten down the hatches a little bit. You want to bolster your, um, your system in some ways so that you're prepared when the storm comes and you don't have to prepare last minute. That, that is helpful. But realistically, knowing why is the storm here? Why is it coming in this direction? Who are the key players in creating who, the storm? Who created the storm and all of this is like, this is just, this is just entertainment. Mm -hmm. Entertaining, entertainment that isn't very entertaining. Entertainment that gets you wrapped up in the narrative, in the story. And I mean, realistically, how can you possibly know any of those things? Right. All we're, I think we've got enough examples of the last two years that there are very few like authentic news sources that you can actually take and trust. So even if you're going down the rabbit hole trying to get this information, you've got to know that like maybe it's accurate and maybe it's not. <laughs> and so the, you really can't ever answer that question. And you don't need to. And you don't need to. To weather the storm. Because you're knowing that stuff is not going to help you stop the storm. Right. Like nope. if your storm is caused because of a tsunami in Taiwan, that's not helping you navigate your boat. That is completely irrelevant fucking information. No. You just know that it's, it's yeah, you can see it on the horizon. It's coming. Okay, so the storm's coming. What do I have to do to weather it? And what do I have to start believing right now? to make sure that I do the right things at the right time. Where do I have to look so I don't crash into the wall or the tree or the fire hydrant or the child? Right? <laughs> don't crash into any of those things. Where, where do I have to look? You know, like this is, this is the important subtlety of dealing with the macroscopic world, right? Yes, news serves a purpose. No, infotainment is not part of that, mm -hmm. right? News is, okay, there are things that are happening that can affect me. That's as far as you need to go. Now, how do I prepare myself to respond? And why is this so important? Like, why are we sharing this with you? Well, the truth is, you guys, 
you being in fear is not fucking serving anyone. You as your own individual collective person, but also not the larger collective, right? The larger collective is not served when people who are meant to shine like you are quieting down or even worse, feeling guilty because bad things aren't happening to you, right? This can be a really common set thing that happens is when we start to see, oh, there's war here and there's this human rights movement happening over here and there's this women's movement happening in this world and something with Taiwan and China. And we can start to think, feel really guilty for our privilege and for the fact that things aren't actually that bad at home. Oh, we only have inflation. I mean, at least my house isn't being blown up, right? Mm-hmm. How, how, who, how dare I? Yeah, exactly. How dare I be... Um, bold. How dare I speak up? How dare I be enjoying my life? This is something that can come up too. And it's so important, you guys, you have to realize everyone who's listening to this podcast, you are here to shine. Mm -hmm. You change the world when you are in your power. You do not help anybody on the other side of the planet or your next door neighbor. If you are grumpy, if you are scared, if you are in fear, If you are having nightmares, if you are in protection mode, nobody wins. Well, Mm -hmm. there's one, one group that wins, but that's not the point of today. You don't win and the people you're trying to support do not win when you are in that energy. Okay? It is so important if you want to be able to not only help your own life and your own transformation and have a meaningful impact for everybody else, including the people on the other side of the world that are struggling right now, the best way to do that is by you claiming your power and by navigating this storm effectively. That is the best and actually really the only way to have the impact that you want. Well, I think that's a great place to leave it for today. Shine bright, my loves. We are so grateful that you decided to hit play on today's episode. If anything in this episode has inspired you or helped you transform your life, make sure to let others know by sharing a review on Spotify or iTunes so we can keep our community growing. We absolutely adore giving away free gifts. Send us a screenshot of your review to team at theprism.org to receive a special meditation from us as a gift of gratitude. We absolutely cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Between now and then, don't forget to visit our website at theprism.org. And remember, the goal is always in you.